All right, here we go. Welcome to the Square One Show. Join the startup business conversation. This is the podcast where we host authentic conversations about starting your business. You just need a little encouragement and practical advice to keep you motivated and headed in the right direction. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Jessica. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Square One Show podcast. Today is uh, very interesting because Dave and I are sitting in the back of our 2008 Silver Honda Odyssey van recording in Florida in a trailer park. And it's January and I am sweating back here because it's 80 degrees. Um, but we, we said on the show that we wanted to have authentic conversations about business and it doesn't get a whole lot more authentic than sitting in the back of your van uh, sweating uh, because... We don't have anywhere else to do it. And it actually ties in pretty nicely with what we're going to be talking about today, too. <laughs> we have some uh, fun stories. We're going to be talking about customer service today and why that's so important for your business. And we have a few stories, like I said, uh, personal stories, that things that we've experienced just in the last uh, month or so. Actually, one of them just in the last couple of days. Yeah. Um, so, so let's explain first why we're in Florida. Um Every year, we're able to go down and visit my parents who live in Sebring, Florida, and they live in, it's it's actually a really nice mobile home park. Everybody takes care of their stuff, and it, it's fantastic. We love swimming with the older people. They're so nice, and they think our kids are so cute and funny. Yeah, it's a 55 and older uh, community, so we are the, uh, we're easily spotted walking down the street with our three kids and us. Cause, we feel pretty uh, young. Our hairs are not gray yet, but we love being here because they're they're awesome people and they don't have a whole lot to stress about anymore down here. They're all retired and just love. Yeah, we're seeing how amazing it was. Just the stress level is way down, and everybody's out golfing, and then they come back and they go swim, and we're like, this would be awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a goal. I think we uh, can all aspire to that, and maybe some of us will get there sooner than others, and that's a lot of reasons why a lot of us are doing this entrepreneurial thing and trying to help each other because we we have goals where we'd like to um, have a different life someday and be able to retire and have have fun with our families and um, but yeah first we want to talk about these stories that uh, we have had experience with just recently and so Jess why don't you set us up with so I think one of the things that Dave and I are really passionate about is really great customer service we've gone into so many different places and we share our stories and experiences about how we felt after that, whatever transaction it was. So so as we were driving down to Florida, um, we hit a really large tractor trailer tire and the huge truck in front of us had run over it and we were right behind him. We had no idea what was coming up and all of a sudden, bam, scraped underneath the van. And about two months ago, we had hit a deer and we thought, oh my gosh, that felt the same way. It had $4,000 worth of damage to our car so we thought oh my gosh we're and, halfway to and it Florida. took about a month to fix so we're thinking man is this gonna happen again we just got this thing fixed and now we gotta stop and we haven't even got the floor yet and now we're gonna be stuck here but yeah so we pulled over and there we pulled over at a gas station and right beside us was a toyota station and a subaru station a car dealership. sale dealership and, you know, your first, my first instinct is, I don't, really don't want to take my car to a dealership. 
they're obviously going to want to sell us a car or upsell us on a lot of things. And so well, and they're just really busy. They don't usually you can't get you in really quickly. You usually have to have reservations at a dealership. And they'd rather be selling cars, right? Yeah. So I thought the first thing I did is is Dave was laying on the ground looking at the damage to our car. Tearing the oil pan off that had been ripped off halfway. And the kids were watching a little movie inside the van. I thought, oh my goodness, what, you know, just a quick prayer, Lord, how do we figure out what to do next? And um, I went on Google, very simple, looked for an automotive place. And the first thing that popped up was um, Pruitt's Automotive. And they had, they only had four reviews on Yelp. But they were all five-star reviews, and they were amazing. The customers had pretty much gushed over how amazing they were. And so I thought, you know what? We don't, I don't have any other choices. And it was a half a mile down the road. Not even. It was a quarter mile down the road. So I called them, and this lady answered the phone, very sweet. And I told her my sob story, and I said, we're just, we just want to make sure that we're not leaking oil. We had had a radiator fixed the last time. We, just, we have three kids. We want to make sure that everything's fine and she said you know we're really busy today but please come on by we'll take a quick look at it and see how it is and so we pulled in and right away the guy came out smiling and hey guys I hear you're here and hit a tire how can we help you and so um the lady that I talked to on the phone we met her up front and she was very welcoming and you know yeah, our, our kids were going crazy, running around, uh, making noise because they'd been in the kids. van all day. And um, so, and they were great. They were just like, hey, it's, it's fine. We have kids in here all the time. They changed the channel on the, on the TV to a cartoon for them. Um, they're just really, really great and hospitable. Uh, almost as if uh, we were a family, Part of their family. Uh, from yeah. out of town that <laughs> had stopped to visit. Um, really comforting and, and got us in immediately. We didn't even wait. Uh, five minutes for them to get our van in there and it only took him probably 15 minutes to look at it and basically told us great news basically nothing was wrong with it other than the oil pan uh or the it was an aesthetic piece basically that had fallen off and he said didn't even need to go back on but he could put it on if we wanted him to um but they're they're really really kind and then we asked them how much we had to pay they basically told us what did he say to you that he said, you know what, this, just pay it forward. Like, you guys are on the road, you're from out of town, you know, there's nothing wrong with your car, so we're not going to find anything wrong with it to charge you. you yeah, know? the lady said, we usually like to find something wrong before the, we charge you for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And, like, it made us feel great, and, like, we left thinking, man, we really wish this place was closer to where we lived because we would go here every time. We didn't even care how much it would cost because it is so such a great experience. And we knew that they were authentic and taking care of us and that uh, making money wasn't their end game. They were about taking care of people first and serving their customers, which is a huge takeaway for us. And we've had that we've had experiences like that before. And we've also had uh, on the flip side hugely negative experiences and again let's just use our car as an example we were at a major um, automotive place a place that you would have recognized it's a national chain chain. and we took our car there and they're like oh and there's this wrong with it and there's this wrong and you really should probably get this taken care of it and when you walked in they were nice they were very nice smiled looked you in the eye um 
but it didn't feel like that same authenticity as it did at Pruitt's Automotive when they were just, you just felt a part of their family. And there was this immediate trust there. At the major chain, it felt like, well, hmm, let's try to find something wrong with your car because that's how we make money. Just contrasting the two very different experiences that we had with these two automotive companies, one major chain, one family business. Yeah, they actually told us that they were family owned and the the owner, it was his son-in-law that was the one helping us, and they were all there talking with us afterwards and uh, just even started small talk with us too, asking where we're from and where we're headed. Um, it wasn't like, yeah, this is wrong. Give us your money and, and get out of here. Like They really cared about who we were as people, and I think that's just huge. I, we, we have so many takeaways from that we wanted to talk about, and I know we've all had these experiences before. We've all had the good experience, the customer service, we've had the bad experience. But um, now that we are uh, starting businesses, uh, we really have to think at it from a different perspective, not from the, you do look at it from the customer's perspective, but we're the ones that are providing the service or the product to the customers. And so we have to take a little bit different angle at it now and see what is good customer service and how are we, what does that mean to have good customer service? What does that look like? Well, and I think that there's two really good quotes that we found that kind of answer that question. And then we're going to dive into that a little bit more. Um, Albert Einstein said, strive not to be a success, but rather to be of value. And we thought this was really important because, you know, I really felt walking into this big, big box store that I was a dollar sign. I wasn't someone that somebody wanted to take care of it was oh there's more money walking in the door yeah as opposed to going to Pruitt's Auto the family-owned business it really just felt like we were an extension of their family maybe a distant cousin or something and it wasn't like they were um, putting on a show to be nice just so that they could say they have good customer service they actually really cared about us and who we were as people we weren't just a way for them to make money we were uh people that they genuinely cared about and wanted to help out and add value to and, and just make sure what we, we were okay and that we were going to leave there safe and um, that things were good. Yeah, and I think we, we found another quote too, and I don't know who the author is. It just said unknown, but maybe you've heard this before. Customers may forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And this is, again, huge. The contrast between the big box store um, made me feel little, small, invaluable. Um, I actually talked to the manager and I was explaining this whole process because we had insurance involved with um, the deer that we had hit before. And so this was something else that we needed to contact insurance about. And so I was telling him, explaining that to him. And he's like, you know, I don't care about your sob story. He was really short with me. And you can tell on the other line, he was just really annoyed and frustrated and I know they're supposed to be smiley and help their customers, but it just, it didn't feel like that at all. And again, contrasting to that of our experience at Pruitt's Auto in Savannah, um, gosh, they felt like they were going to have us over for dinner. Yeah. Like you wanted to go <laughs> hang out with them a little bit longer. You're almost sad to leave. Yeah, I was kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're really nice. I really, they're a really nice couple. Yeah, maybe our, maybe we'll break down again on the way home. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. <laughs> and again, customers may forget what you said, but they'll never forget about how you made them feel. What was it about that transaction at Pruitt's Auto that we were so impressed with? Like if we boiled that down, 
to one thing? Well, what I, is that? I think uh, with them and any time I've ever had great customer service, and I think this is a huge point of what customer service is, I think customer service has to be who you are. Uh, it, it can't just be a tool that you use to get more business. It can't be uh, a marketing scheme um, that you train your employees to put on a nice face and be nice. And, like Those things are great, but that can't be your pragmatic reason for taking care of your customers. It has to be ingrained in who you are as a entrepreneur and as a company and, and what you do. You have to be someone that actually cares about the people that you serve. Um, or else it's never going to be authentic. If you're somebody that doesn't like people, you probably shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Uh, you probably should not be somebody, especially not in retail, but you probably really are not going to do that well if you're somebody that really hates people. Unless you're really amazing at numbers um, and you can make a really great profit, find somebody who is really great with people and hire them to do yeah, but you're, you, you still got to be great with the people that you you're work hiring with. to well, do that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there are, I'm not saying there's not jerks who are in business. That that happens all the time, but that's not going to be, you're not going to have great customer service. You're not going to leave people with feeling like they want to root for you. And I think uh, that's another point, too. It, when you do have great customer service, when you're being authentic with people and you're actually caring about them and how their experiences their experience is with your service or with your product those people when they know that you care about them they're going to care about you and you're going to create lifetime uh lifetime customers by taking care of them and again this is not uh, a marketing tool but it will produce those things so it's it's kind of a catch-22 like it, it shouldn't be something that you do because you're going to get better business or more returns right but you will get better business and more returns when you do take care of people and have better customer service um, they go hand in hand but it shouldn't be the the reason why you do it so again just recapping you know boiling it down it's who you are and i think you know, reading, and it sounds all frou-frou-y, but I think reading self-help books or, like, um, personal development is huge. Like, looking at your values. Um, what do you value in life, and how does that affect what you do and the decisions that you make? Because really, when it comes down, when you boil everything down, who you are is based on, on your value system. And that's, you know, why, too, we really want to speak into that and encourage you guys to kind of um, know who you are, know, know why you you're are. doing what you're doing. It shouldn't if your end goal is to make money, you can do that, but you might not be happy doing that. And you might not be creating um, lifelong customers who are really excited about you or your product. Um, I don't I think it's not until you really know the why behind what you're doing. And that why has to involve adding value to people and whether that's a service or a product that uh, adds value to somebody um, if you're not able to do that and take care of people and care about uh, why you're serving people you're not going to have the kind of success that is also um, coupled with uh, peace and happiness and you know what you could be have the best customer service in the world um, and you're still going to get really unhappy customers. But here's the thing. We found this other great quote from Bill Gates. Your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. 
And I can definitely attest to this, you know, getting calls or emails um, from people who aren't very happy. And so it's not a chance for you to say, well, you know, sorry, that's not the way we work here. It's a chance for you to lean in and listen and okay, well, well, talk to me more. Like, let's pull things out of you because there's a whole bunch of different ways things that could be happening. One, it could be something wrong with your product. It could be maybe um, they had a different touch point with somebody else in your business. Yeah, a different who, employee that uh, maybe didn't handle something. Had a bad day or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's pulling that information out of your customer and understand, like, is it something that we need to improve on? Or is it you? Are you just a jerk? And if you're just a jerk, then I need to be extra careful with you. Um, not, I don't want them to step over me, but basically understand, like, maybe they've had a really, really rough day, right? Mm-hmm. Giving giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And you also have to have thick skin, too, because like you're saying, people will complain. There's just people out there that that's what they do. They they look for problems and they want they thrive on complaining about things. And no matter how great your product is, your services, the experience that they had, you're still going to get people who complain about it. And you the the important thing about that is just making sure you're communicating with them. Ignoring them is the worst thing you can do. Um, so ha- have some form of communication, whether it's through email or a phone call, or if it's on a social media network, make sure you're responding to those immediately. Uh, don't let them hang out there. Um, give them some form of response, but don't let them tie up a ton of your time either. No. You, you don't want those people that all they want to do is nitpick. You don't want them to, to capitalize on your time, but you do want to make sure that you're responding to them. And I think you'll know right away, and I've had I've done this many times, you know right away when somebody's nitpicking versus they're just having a bad day. And I think that's when you email them, when you talk to them on the phone, bring yourself um, to this very vulnerable point and just say, look, how can, how can I help you in the most genuine, vulnerable way? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they'll say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Here's what's going on in my life. I lashed out. I shouldn't have, or they'll just be a jerk. And at that point you kind of know, well, you've done the best you can do. You've, you've reached out to them. And at that point it's, it's kind of their problem, but at least you've gone the extra mile and done as best you could to, uh, help them out and make them happy. And if they're still not happy, people understand, um, especially if they're making uh, comments on online or on social media. Uh, I think a, a healthy person can see that uh, that person's just out for uh, for be, just being ridiculous. So, yeah, revengeful or yeah. for whatever reason. There's always going to be that. Yeah. But, but today we just wanted to talk about, kind of share our story of, customer service and the two different ways that we felt with a big box store compared to a family store. And there's, there's big, there's big box stores out there who are doing it right. We were talking about, we've had really great experiences with, with Amazon and being able to ship stuff right back. And, um, yeah. And that goes to, and this is something we'll talk about more and expand on more in another podcast, but, um, your customer service uh, comes from your values, which we were talking a little bit, and we will expand more on that on our uh, podcast as well. But it also comes from your culture. Uh, if you are a business or a company that has other employees or have um, lots of different people who are interacting with your customers, um, it's really crucial and important, too, that they all understand um, 
like you do, like what the values are of the company. If they if they don't hold those values, if you haven't created a culture that holds those values to be important, the values of customer service, then you're going to have more of those complaints and more of those problems. And that I think is what happened to us in this uh, big box automotive store. Um, they're just an employee, an hourly employee that really didn't care. Um, it doesn't make any difference to them whether or not you're taken care of because they get paid the same at the end of the day and they don't, they haven't been empowered and given the vision and the values of that company's customer service. And so to them, it doesn't matter where that company should have been putting a lot more emphasis and training and, uh, uh, encouragement into those employees to help them really understand the vision and the culture, really creating that culture of customer service. And when you don't have that culture, you're going to, it's like uh, holes in a, in a ship. It's going to slowly start leaking and you're going to start taking on more and more water uh, until you're sunk and you don't, you don't even see it coming. And so we have to really make sure that it's a solid foundation in your entire organization has that foundation um, with those values and customer service has to be one of those uh, the bedrocks of that um, what you're doing yeah and I think it just again boils down to finding out those values and if you're not sure what your values are take some time go to a coffee shop grab some coffee sit down and just start writing out the things that you absolutely value Um, it's kind of a chance to journal maybe a little bit and pour your heart out and um, find out what those values are, be steadfast in that, and then communicate, communicate, communicate mm-hmm. that with everyone around you until you start oozing. That those values. Oozing the values. That yeah. sounds gross. <laughs> Visit the doctor after that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and uh, Simon Sinek has a great book, and he's, uh, his TED Talk, he's got some videos online, too, about this. Uh, there's a, his book called Start With Why is a great place to go to. Uh, it's not necessarily exactly about uh, customer service, but yeah, yeah. it goes to that question of why you exist and why you're doing your business and, um, and about adding value to people and, and having that purpose. So and, I encourage you to read that. Yeah, I think that brings it back to why we're doing the Square One show. I think... Our experiences, we just feel like we have so much we want to share and we want to help people and just change that mindset and that shift. And we want to make a ton of money, too. I mean, let's not be playing around here. (laughs) Right, because we need to retire (laughs) and play golf every day and go swimming every day, right? With all of you, all of our friends. We just want a bigger vehicle to be able to do the podcast from instead of the back of our van. (laughs) Our van down by the river. We're literally doing a podcast in a van down by the river. The the van down by the river. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Square One Show podcast. If you'd like to know more about us, about the podcast, more resources and tips and all that fun stuff, you can visit our website at squareoneshow.com or you can send me an email. I would love to hear from you. Jessica at squareoneshow.com. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for listening to the Square One Show podcast. For more episodes and inspiration about starting your business, visit squareoneshow.com.